You're listening to audio from Queen City Church. Thank you for joining us. We hope this message will encourage you and offer practical steps for a relationship with God that keeps getting better and better. If you have your Bibles, I would love for you to turn to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. Uh, We're going to read God's word. I'm going to share what God put on my heart, a very simple, short message tonight. And then we're going to, at the very end, light some candles. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be awesome. So uh, Matthew chapter 1. If you don't have a Bible, everything I'm going to read from my Bible is going to be on the screen. And here's what the Bible says, starting in verse 18. It says, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet um, did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, and then he quotes from the Old Testament book of Isaiah, where he says, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him not Jesus, but another name. And it's what we're focusing on tonight, and this name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now tonight, I just want to share a message that God put on my heart to be able, it's it's going to be pretty brief. Tonight, I just want to share a message that I've just entitled, Christmas is Simple. Christmas is Simple. But let's be honest tonight, if I were to take a poll and just ask you like to describe Christmas, probably many of you would not describe Christmas as, hey, you know what, Christmas is Simple. In fact, would you do me just a favor? And I'm going to put up a sentence where I would love for you to fill in this blank. Christmas is blank. What would you fill in that blank? Think about it just for a moment and think about if you had to describe Christmas, how would you fill in that blank? How would you finish that sentence? I imagine with as many people that we have here tonight and all the people that are joining us online that we'd get a lot of different answers. Maybe for some of you, man, you love Christmas. And so you would answer, maybe some of the kids that are in the room right now, you would answer something like, Christmas, oh, Christmas is amazing. I love Christmas. It is my favorite holiday. It's my favorite time of the year. This is the time that I shine. And you go all out with everything. Like your tree, it went up promptly on November 1st. And then the lights that went on your house, which looked like Clark Griswold's house, like, like you put up all the lights and those bad boys are gonna stay up through February. Those are not Christmas lights. Those are officially winter lights. Like you're just gonna keep them on the whole time. You love Christmas. And ugly sweaters are like your December wardrobe. I mean, you just, you, you love Christmas. Christmas is amazing. Maybe some of you, if we're really honest here, and I think church is a really good place to be honest, 
Um, but maybe you would say, no, Christmas, when I think about it, if I were to fill in that blank, Christmas is stressful. The whole thing, everything is stressful. There's so much pressure. It's exhausting. Like getting the right gifts is stressful. Like finding all the time in our schedule and calendar to do all the different things and all the different Christmas parties and all the things that we committed to, it is stressful. Traveling is stressful. Driving when it's raining is stressful. Uh, Like my flights, I don't know if they're going to get canceled now. And so it's, it's just stressful. And so a lot of times maybe you think, man, Christmas, that is stressful. And then we're not even talking about the family that comes. Sometimes that, let's just be honest, that can be so stressful. It's like, oh, I don't want to make sure I don't offend anybody. I got to get along with my in-laws. And you just pray and you pray. You seek God for like weeks and weeks and you fast just for the fact of like, oh, dear God, please let nobody bring up politics at a dinner. Like just, no, please, please. We just don't want that. It's stressful. Christmas can be stressful. Maybe for some of you, I think this is going to resonate. This is going to speak to the parents in the room. So you would say, no, Christmas is expensive. Uh, just, man, it just costs so much money, and every year just seems to be more. Christmas is expensive, maybe for some of you. And I pray for you, but you would say, man, Christmas is overrated. Like, it's just not that good. It's so commercialized. It's all about the money. The movies are cheesy. The songs are outdated and overplayed. If I have to hear all I want for Christmas from Mariah Carey one more time, I'm going to lose it. You're like, Christmas trees take up too much space. The lights, it raises the electric bill way too high. In other words, to quote my good friend, Eb Scrooge, bah humbug. That's you. Maybe you would fill in that blank with, man, Christmas is overrated. But tonight, I really felt a burden from God when I was preparing to just simply remind you that Christmas is simple. At the end of the day, thinking about what we're all about to celebrate, that Christmas is simple. And the verses that we read earlier from Matthew chapter 1, they really remind us what Christmas is all about, especially the last one that we read, verse 23. We'll read it one more time. It said that the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. That is what Christmas is all about. In fact, if I could simplify Christmas into three words, it would be this, God with us. That's what Christmas is simply all about. God with us. You see, when Jesus showed up on the scene, it's a simple yet powerful declaration that God is and God always will be with us. Now, here's what that means for you and I tonight. That no matter how you walked into this place, whether life right now is good, whether it's bad, whether it's blah, whether it's somewhere in between, whether you're hurting, whether you're skeptical, whether you're stressed, whether you're exhausted, whatever, wherever you are, listen, you are never alone. Jesus, he is right there with you. And here's the best part of all of it. Not only is he there, he meets you right where you are. He doesn't expect you to come to him. He comes to you. 
and he meets you right where you are because that is who he is. That is his nature. That is his character. He is not a far away God. He is a up close and personal God. In fact, his very name, not just his name, it's his nickname because it says you're going to name him Jesus, but he's going to have a nickname. He's, he's going to have a street name. He says, in his very nickname, his street nickname, Emmanuel, is screaming to you and I that we are never alone, that God is with us. If you want to know my message in one sentence, it's this. Christmas is all about the simple fact that Jesus didn't wait for us to come to him. He came to us. Can I get an amen from... The church, I mean, that, that's amazing. That is what Christmas is all about. Three words, God with us. It's the simple fact that Jesus, that he didn't wait for us to come to him. He came to us. And by the way, that is the massive difference between religion and the gospel. Because religion, all religion, is our attempt to get to God, which by the way, we will always fall short. So religion is our attempt to get to God, but the gospel, the good news of Jesus is God's attempt to get to us. That's the big difference. Tim Keller, a pastor, here's what he's, he, he puts it this way, that Christmas is telling you that you couldn't get to heaven on your own. God had to come. To you. Christmas is simple. It's three words. God with us. You are never alone. And as I was thinking about our time together, I really was praying and asking God, and I felt like He gave me two groups of people that I needed to talk to tonight. And I believe that maybe you fall into one of these two categories. Maybe you fall into both. But first, the first group of people is for those of you that you would say, this year was a really hard year for me. It was a really difficult year. Maybe even right now, you were going through the hardest time that you've ever been through in your life. Like throughout the past 12 months, you've walked through the most difficult, painful, and hurtful thing that you have ever had to walk through. And maybe you are in here and you are just straight up hurt and broken. And like just going through the most difficult season that you've ever been. Maybe you experienced loss this year. And this is the very first Christmas without someone that you love. And right now, we're entering into this Christmas time, and it just feels so heavy. Maybe for some of you, like there's a relationship that matters so much to you, and it's just broken. Maybe there's a relationship with the child that's broken. Maybe your, your marriage right now is hanging on by a very thin thread. Maybe there's a friendship that right now is just that you had last year at this time, but you don't have right now. And maybe just you're, and it's just hard and it's hurtful. Maybe you're internally right now battling anxiety or depression, loneliness. You feel all alone. Or maybe you even struggle with suicidal thoughts. And here's the worst part out of all of it. And nobody knows. The person sitting beside you doesn't know. And you are carrying that all by yourself. Maybe this year you've experienced like tremendous financial stress. 
that's felt like you've just been drowning. And the holidays, let's just be honest, it makes it so much worse. And maybe you're just here and you've experienced so much pain and loss and disappointment. And you find yourself at church with a broken heart. And if that's you, if you fall into that category, I'm going to ask you to look me in the eyes. Because I feel like I'm sent by God with a word for you. And it's this. God is with you right now. In the middle of your hurt, in the middle of your pain, in the middle of your broken heart. He is with you. You haven't had to navigate through that one second by yourself. Like God is with you. And tonight, I believe with all my heart that right now, he wants to meet you right where you are. In the middle of that hurt, in the middle of that pain. Listen, the whole simple message of Christmas is that you don't have to go to him. He'll come to you. And tonight, I want you to know if you're hurting, if you have a broken heart, God's like, watch me. I'll show up in your life. And I am right there with you. And I can prove it. Because Psalm 34 verse 18 says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Same exact verse in the message paraphrase says this. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he'll help you catch your breath. If that's you. I feel like God has sent me here tonight to remind you that God is with you. That's the first group. The second group is for those that you find yourself here and you are far from God. Right now, you do not have anything looking like remotely a relationship with God. And maybe even you hear that term, a relationship with God, and maybe you're even thinking, like, what does that even mean? Like that seems so foreign to me. I know how to have a relationship with a human, but how do I have a relationship with God? And so maybe you've never had a relationship with God. I want you to know that the whole reason of Christmas that he sent his son, Jesus, God with us, not so that you could have religion, not so that you could have perfect church attendance, not so that you can do all the good things and he sent so that he could have a relationship with you. And maybe you've never had that. Maybe you did at one time, but for whatever reason, now you don't. Maybe you find yourself here and you're apathetic. In other words, your heart is so hard towards anything towards God. And it's become numb to the things of God. Maybe you're here and you're a skeptic. And you just, man, every time you try to take a step forward spiritually, there just seems to be a hundred questions, so much doubt. So, so much, maybe you're an atheist. Maybe you're an agnostic. Maybe you're here and you've been hurt by the church in the past and because of that, you don't wanna have anything to do with God. Maybe that's you. If that's you, if you're here and you're like, man, I'm far from God, Pastor Brian, like it or not, I wanna remind you of something. God is with you right now. God is with you. You're not alone. And I believe with all my heart that the promise of this simple message of Christmas is true for you. That he doesn't expect you to go to him. He comes to you. 
He will come to you. And like, listen, he will come to you in the middle of your doubt, in the middle of your questions, in the middle of your unbelief, in the middle of your hurt, in the middle of your anger, in the middle of your apathy. Listen, God is not intimidated by that. You are not the first, and I promise you, you won't be the last. And he wants to meet you right where you are. But if that's you, here's what I have to make sure that you know. Because yes, the simple message of Christmas is that God is with you. He is Emmanuel. That is him. But you have to understand this. Is that about Jesus? He's with you, but he's a gentleman. In other words, he will never force himself on you. He never will. In fact, one of the verses where I see this in the Bible is Revelation chapter 3 verse 20. Because this is Jesus talking. These are words written in red in my Bible. And here's what he says. He says, look, I stand at the door, the door of your life, the door of your heart. I stand at the door and he's, and he's knocking. He says, if you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. Now, here's what we have to understand theologically is that Jesus has the power, the authority, the juice. Like he has the power and the authority to knock our door down. But he chooses to knock. Instead of knocking your door down, he says, hey, will you let me in? Here's why. Because he wants a relationship with you. And a relationship isn't real if it's forced. It has to be chosen. And he loves you enough to give you that choice. But make no mistake about it. If you find yourself here tonight and you are far from God, I know without a shadow of a doubt that he is doing what he talked about in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20 right now to you. He's saying, hey, I am here. I've always been here. I am Emmanuel. The simple message of Christmas is I am with you, but I will not force myself in. That is what is happening right here, right now. Maybe he's been knocking for a while. Maybe he's been knocking for months. Maybe he's been knocking for years. Maybe he's been knocking for decades. What I love about Jesus is that he'll never stop. I love that he will never stop knocking on our door because he loves you so much and he wants a relationship with you so much. Now, I made the decision to open the door and let him in on June 25th, 1999, way back in the Stone Ages, man, uh, 23 years ago. And uh, on that day, it was actually on a back porch of the college that I went to, um, it's literally like Jesus was, and on that day, I let him in. And um, what I love is that I know that I know that I know is that on that day, I didn't have to go to him. He came and met me right where I was at. He came and met me as a broken, empty, hurt, insecure college student. And he didn't wait for me to go to him. He was Emmanuel. 
He was God with us and he came to me. And on that day, he knocked on the door of my life and I, let, and I made the decision to let him in. And I can tell you with full authority, with moral authority, 23 years later, my life has never been the same. Now, please hear me. That doesn't mean that I haven't gone through my, my, my that I haven't gone through hard things. Can I just be real with you that following Jesus is not like a protective bubble wrap that keeps you from the hard things of life. But I can tell you this, I go through them different. And I'm just telling you that right now, he is not, and my life has never been the same. And what I believe is that right here on this Thursday night, that right here where you're at, that right now, he's knocking. If you let him in, I'm just confident that your life will never be the same too. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. And before we light candles, I just want to give you an opportunity to open the door. And maybe you're here and you do feel far from God. Maybe right now you don't have a relationship with him at all. Maybe you've never had a relationship with Jesus. Maybe you've never opened the door and let him into your life. Or maybe you have in the past. Maybe at some point, maybe it was a church service where you made the decision to let him in. He was knocking on the door and you let him in, but for whatever reason, he's not there anymore. And you've walked away from God. You just feel so far from him. And maybe today you need a fresh start. And if that's you, if you're here, and you feel far from God, I believe with all my heart that right now, Jesus, Emmanuel, he is with us right now, but he's not forcing himself. He's knocking on the door. He's saying, will you let me in tonight? We wanna give you that opportunity. We're not gonna point you out. We're not make you come forward. We're not gonna embarrass you in any way. All I wanna do is lead you in a simple prayer. And if you wanna be included in that prayer, if today you know, that before I leave this Christmas service tonight, I need to get right with God, whether it's for the first time or it's all over again. And, you make, and you're making a fresh commitment. If you're here and that's you, I'm gonna ask with every eye closed and head bowed for you to do one thing. And that is on the count of three to raise your hand as a sign of surrender to say, God, I need you in my life. And if you're here and that's you, whether it's for the first time or you wanna make that decision again. If you're here, I wanna ask you to be bold on the count of three and raise your hand and say, include me in that prayer. One, two, three. If that's you, raise your hand and say, that's me, that's me, that's me. I got you, that's awesome, that's awesome. Anybody else, anybody else, I see you, that's great. Proud of you, proud of you. Anybody else, anybody else, that's awesome. Maybe you're watching online and you wanna make that decision, that's awesome. You can put your hand down and pray something like this in your heart. Just say, Jesus, I need you. And I'm sorry that I've lived my life without you. Tonight, I recognize that you have been knocking on the door of my heart. And tonight, I open the door and I let you in. Will you come live inside me? Will you do what I cannot do? And will you change me? In fact, will you just make me brand new? I surrender my life. I give you my life. I give you everything. And Jesus, today, I receive your grace. I receive your forgiveness. I receive a fresh start. And today, I make the decision to follow you. 
for the rest of my life. We thank you so much tonight for Jesus. Emmanuel, God with us. And it's through that name that we pray. Amen. Church, there were some people that just made the most important decision of their life. Can you clap your hands? Come on and celebrate with them. Come on, that's awesome. That's great. We're so proud of you. If there's anything in your life that we can pray for, please visit queencitypeople.com slash prayer. For the latest updates on our church, follow us on social media at queencitypeople or visit queencitypeople.com.